There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, Kathy, how are you? I'm well. How are you all? We're doing pretty good. You have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. That's Party good. bus involved. All right. Oh, look at you. Tell us more. <laughs> Please. Um, it was a friend's birthday a couple weeks ago, so we all had busy schedules. Went out this weekend and had an absolute fall. Good right. for you. Where'd you guys go? Um, we started out, went to Tokyo Kitty, then we went to uh, down to Azul, then we ended... I don't remember the rest. Um, yeah. Well, then it was, was a good blur. night. <laughs> That's funny. I bet you know how you got home, though. Party bus. <laughs> Party bus. That's great. That's awesome. Those things do come in handy. Heck yeah. yeah. And she yes. did that on a time change weekend, no less. Impressive. She, she lost an hour. Those were the worst Absolutely. at the clubs, you know, because the clubs usually open until 3. And so here it would hit mm-hmm. 2 o'clock, you know, we're at the peak, right? right. It's yeah, really getting going. interesting. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's 3 o'clock and they kick you out. Oh, but boy. then when yeah. you fell back, that was always nice because you got an extra hour at the club. <laughs> you got an extra hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 here. I have an envelope. I'm going to open it up, see what letter you got, and you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. There are a couple of keys to winning, Jen, right? There are. First, the rule is you can't repeat any of your answers, but the trick is to pass quickly. If you don't have an answer right at the tip of your tongue, boom, just keep it moving. Because we'll come back back around to it, and you might have come up with something in the meantime. Oh, yeah, I play this in my car by myself all the time. That a girl. Okay. All right, so today you got the letter N. Ooh, that's a good one. As in Neanderthal. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Were you thinking All of right. Encino Man? Or the way I eat, either. That works, too. Sure. All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. That's right. So something with the letter N, name something you put in a backpack. A napkin. Something you shake. Pass. Something yellow. Non-ripe bananas. A plant. Uh, pass. A flavor. Neapolitan. A snack. Uh, a vanilla wafer, but they're Nellas. Something you slice. Pass. Something round. Mm. A nano 
You were right with Nilla wafers. They're just yeah. called Nilla yes, wafers. Yeah. Nilla. Yeah. Yes. I know what you mean. You were good. Yeah. And Neapolitan was brilliant. That was, That's awesome. a great that was well done. Answer. That's yes. pretty good. Yeah. N's a tough sure. letter, but uh, I thought yeah. you, you did good. Something yellow, you could have said neon. Mm. Like neon, neon yellow. Neon, yes. Oh, oh, right, yes. right, right. Or a car, maybe yeah. an old, old car. Yep. There you what go. is something to shake? I don't know. Something Nipples. to shake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would don't work. The, don't, some people do. don't hate the player. That's hate the true. game. That's hey. what I'm saying. Might have happened right. on that party right. bus. Here's a win. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, listen, we do it every weekday around the same time. So keep keep right. keep working at it. All right, thank you. Fun talking to you, Karen. Have a good one. Take care. Bye bye. All right, Kathy. It's eight twenty six. Jeff and Jen. That's all right. Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. She gets a cold, cloudy, few rain and snow showers today, and then more of that same nasty stuff on the way home. It's not going to cause any accumulation, but you could see some reduced visibility. Kind of the same deal heading home as you probably dealt with on your way in this morning. Right now, it's thirty five at Q one hundred and two. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Best animated feature. Uh. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's uh. Pinocchio. For performance by an actor in a supporting role. Can't wait. Performance by an actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis! For achievement in directing. Everything, everywhere, For performance by an actor in a leading role. Brendan Fraser. For performance by an actress in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. For best picture. Everything, everywhere. Big night, big night. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once, winning seven out of 11 of now, its nominations last You're the night. only one in the room that's seen the film. Yeah. What do we need to know? Was this movie worthy of all of these awards? Yeah. Is it one of, the, is it, is it one of those movies that it's really highbrow or super no, intellectual or difficult to so. follow? Or The two people that told me about it were you... And my friend Meg, and you both said, like, verbatim the same thing. You have to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for everybody. You have to focus. Doesn't it go into, like, a lot of different worlds, though? Yeah, a lot of lot of different uh, dimensions. dimensions. Yeah, alternate universes, That's and and differentiating me. the 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 metaverse versus the universe, and the different alternate universes, and the impact that one slight. In seemingly inconsequential decision. Everything affects everything, impact. and it shows you how. 
Yes, and it all comes ultimately comes back to you is the message. But yeah, there's a lot of layers to the movie, and it's it is innovative and creative and different for sure. So I'll, I'll give him that for creativity. It's absurdist comedy, and it's out there, man. And it's a lot coming at you. Mm-hmm. Might be too much for some people. Me. And you it's t- long. <laughs> you told me it's that. It's long. You said, I don't think you would like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would like it. Is there I think another you'd have a movie? hard time hanging yeah. in there. Is there another movie you can compare it to, or is it so unique that... Brazil, but it's a million years ago, and nobody will remember that yeah. movie. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. See, I'm more of like the Top Gun... Elvis. Keep it kind of simple and keep it very I like true linear story and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, Top Gun got a Best Picture nomination. And I mean, yeah, that was an exhilarating movie. That was so awesome much movie. fun and so well done. Was Tom Cruise there last night? I don't no, know. No, he was yeah. not. He was not. That's weird. But um, it did win for sound. And it should have. With because, good reason. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I didn't see all of the Best Picture nominees, but I saw a lot of them, and and I I loved all of them. Like, I thought they were really good in their own way. You know, we all have our favorites, but I mean, I don't think there was a bad one in the bunch. It wasn't like, oh, God, why is that in there? Or that's boring, or that's a critical critical favorite, but it sucked. I didn't feel like that was the case for Did anybody get robbed last night? Well, according to what you said about <laughs> Angela Bassett, I had fallen asleep yeah. at that point. But based on the look on no, her face. No, that was the very first award or early reward, wasn't it? When Jamie Lee Curtis won. The supporting actress. Angela actress. Bassett was up for, yes, best supporting actress. And when Jamie Lee Curtis won it, Angela Bassett just kind of had this look on her face. She didn't clap. She didn't say everybody around her was standing up and applauding, and she just sat there. So people are commenting that she's kind of a sore loser today. I think she really wanted it. That's got to be hard when you're really just, you know, you're putting all that energy out there, really just wanting it, wanting it, wanting it. And then, and, and you know, you're knocking them dead on the red carpet with the beige carpet in this case, mm-hmm. and she looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that had to have been hard. Well, you know, this is one of those where only how many get nominated. Right. <laughs> you probably have to just sit there and remind yourself over and over and over again. Uh, Paul Mescal, who won Best Actor in a Leading Role in After Sun. Again, I-, I thought everybody who was nominated was worthy. Yeah. Um, and and he was he was my guy. Like, I didn't see Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying he didn't deserve to win. I just haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, so I voted for on my little on your Oscar little ballot sheet. here. I voted for Paul Mescal and After Sun because he he wrecked me. Yeah. Wow. I I thought his performance was so good. Yeah. And such a great movie. A uh, Bill Nighy in Living. That's another movie that will inspire you. And just I I thought that was so well done and. We all saw Austin Butler and Elvis, and what a great job he He's did. He's adorable. Yeah. Uh, Colin Farrell was really good in The Banshees of in a Sheeran, which I, I hated the movie, but I acknowledge his performance was excellent. Mm-hmm. God, who else? Did you sit through that whole movie? Because didn't yeah. you, don't you have a rule? You if in thirty minutes you well did you here's bail what on happened. any? No, I didn't <laughs> bail because it sucked me in. Okay. And I was liking it, and then it 
it turned on Went me. off the rails. Oh, that's And at the that worst. point, I was too, too invested. In. Can't leave now. Right. God, don't you hate it when you get invested with something? Yes. yes. Oh. Yeah. I felt betrayed. Yeah, I get it. And then best actress in a leading role, uh, Michelle Yeoh winning it. And she, yeah, there's no question. She was fantastic. But so was Michelle Williams. I loved her in The Fablemans. And uh, Andrea Reesborough in Two Leslie. Oh, my God. She was amazing in that. A lot of people are saying The Fablemans, that was a big snub. Yeah, it's unfortunate because that was such a good movie. And then, oh, Kate Blanchett. Now, she was the one I was rooting for. She was in Tar. And just as an actress, I think that for her was the role of a lifetime because that was... So difficult just from a technical standpoint, playing a conductor and every everything, all the prep that went into that. Mm-hmm. She was unreal. Yeah. Did a great job. So that's the tough thing about these things is everybody's like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. Oh, but she was good, too. Yeah. Like, how do you choose? There were well, no clear cut dogs in my opinion. And that's why you're not part of the press that gets to, you're not in the academy. I'm not in the academy. Quite <laughs> a, you don't get to vote. No, but I see why... For instance, in the Academy, when we let's go back to Jimmy Lee Curtis for a second. And you brought up Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. You know who I, who did I vote for? I voted for <laughs> Stephanie Hsu, who was who played Michelle Yeoh's daughter in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. And I like that you have a real ballot over there with your actual Oh, Kristen and I do this messages. every year. Yeah, yeah, we get all excited. I know, we but you brought it, it in this time. <laughs> Normally, we don't see that part of it. Yeah, well, because I... I had to go to bed, and so I wanted to fill him in when I came in this morning. <laughs> you yeah, compare your That's notes. Funny, right? But the daughter is the key. I, the key to the whole movie. Without giving yeah. anything away, you got to watch it. Okay, I'll try. Well, because I think you of all I'll people, try. I would will be, probably you know, get into it. Alternate universes, because I'm all, all about that, that business, yeah. you know. But you will feel assaulted. And there was a point in the movie where there's like a lot of strobe lights. You know how they give you a warning? Yeah. That that uh, for people who may be sensitive to that kind of thing or prone seizures, to seizures, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I'm not, but I, I, that was tough even for me. And there was a point where we lost power in our house while we were watching one of those really intense scenes of the movie. Oh, jeez! And you thought it was real? I You're thought, like, oh man! He thought you were going down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't see anything. Everything's black. Yeah, but everybody was really strong though. So yeah. it was a good year. It was a lot of good movies out there. To catch up on if you haven't seen them all. Well, I took Jacob over the weekend to see Champions with oh, Woody Harrelson. Is that as good as they said it was? And I will tell you what, it is worth it just to see the cast, just to see the individuals playing on the Special Olympics basketball team. These young adults are so fantastic, and they are so fun, and it's just going to make you laugh and smile. It's going to just touch your heart in so many different ways, and it's so cool because it comes at living life with a developmental disability or living with someone who has one. Mm -hmm. It comes at you with so many different aspects of that life experience that it is just kind of really... It's awesome. It means a lot to those of us who are living it. And I think it can really open other people's eyes to a lot of different things that maybe you don't think about. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, typically when actors and actresses do press for a movie, they're bleary eyed and exhausted and they're doing it because they have to. But Woody Harrelson really seemed like he was genuinely enjoying himself, like just thrilled to be a part of this project Mm -hmm. and to be with this 
cast. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, for as long as he's been doing it, it was nice to see him just beaming and joyful over this project. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of his co-stars said that, you know, when they weren't shooting, Woody was spending all of his time with these athletes, you know. And th- that's that's what's really fun, too, is they're really good basketball players oh you yeah. know and so it was just it's, it's just so much fun we were watching the today show interview on friday when woody harrelson was there that jeff is talking about and he and the female character were just holding uh-huh. hands the entire like 10 minute interview <laughs> they did not stop holding hands and it was just this we were in here crying jen and i watching it that yeah. was sweet it, it was, was so sweet. sweet i can't very wait sweet. to change so it's at the theater oh yeah it's oh, a theater nice. and it was funny too because um i picked purchased the tickets the day before and I the the seat we were the first seats sold. So I was like, I hope people are going out and seeing this movie, uh-huh. you know? And when we got there, the theater was full. Oh great. So that was for that was really cool to see too. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. So it's wide now, right? Yes, it's everywhere. It is. Yep. And it's and it's called Champions. Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go see Champions. Yep. You want to hear a little Jimmy Kimmel's monologue? Everybody was yeah. wondering, like, a year after the Oscar slap, how, how that was going to go. Would he reference it? And we kind of assumed that he would. But would there be uh, other incidents uh, that we needed to keep an eye out for? Let's hear Jimmy Kimmel's jokes about the Oscar slap. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. That's funny. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. Sit there and do absolutely nothing. That's so true. I thought he looked really thin. Like he had been either dieting for this role or something, but he looked very thin to me. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. He did look like he had lost a little bit of weight. And I think he was some, this is unusual for Jimmy Kimmel because he's pretty unflappable most of the time. And he was definitely the guy for this job, but even he seemed a little nervous last night. It felt like there were a couple of occasions where it felt like he was sort of rushing through some of the jokes and Mm -hmm. not all of them landed, which... You, know, you can't hit, you're not going to bat 100%. True. Yeah. Uh, and he was good in not lingering on it and just kind of, let's, okay, let's keep going. Uh, here's some other samples from the monologue that were uh, probably better than some You of look those. great. Everybody looks so great. When I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me? <laughs> the great piece of Oscar trivia. 31 years ago in 1992, Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan were in a movie together, Encino Man. <laughs> Two actors from Encino Man are nominated for Oscars. That's what funny. an incredible night this must be for the two of you, and what a very difficult night for Pauly Shore. <laughs> the maestro John Williams, who is now the oldest nominee in Oscar history. John turned 91 years old last month, and he's still scoring if you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know how when you watch some of these award shows, you can ca- you can kind of get a sense of the vibe in the room. 
like who's participating, who's not, who's sitting there with their arms folded, who's yeah. genuinely having a good time. Who Are they... can you play with, who can you not? Right. And everybody <laughs> just seemed down to have fun last night. Everybody seemed like they were in a good mood. There were yeah. no real controversial moments. Everybody seemed happy to be, well, except for Hugh Grant Hugh maybe, Grant. but everybody yeah. else seemed pretty happy <laughs> to be there last night. It was very funny because just the other day I rewatched Ricky Gervais uh, hosting the Golden Globes that one year where he just roasted and he's just up there i don't care i don't care <laughs> and he just, and they kept shooting like tom hanks sitting in the audience and he was just not having any no. of it he was so offended and disgusted and just shocked at everything that ricky gervais was saying yeah it's very funny and that so takes a, a different... lot to piss off tom hanks yeah though. yeah so i you know i wonder if they if they kind of say you know hey you know this is the oscars jimmy all right we want you to have fun but let's not piss off the real big-time A-listers in the audience. Can you, you know, just kind of keep it on the lighter side, <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Well, he's certainly not as biting or sarcastic as Ricky Gervais. No, so. he's oh, God, not. No. Don't make fun of anybody's significant others. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not do that this year. All right, quick check on the roads. This is your final look at traffic of the morning. Unless something uh, big were to go down between now and this afternoon, we'll obviously let you know. But for now, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.